0: Gentlemen, welcome into the mega episode. Part number one, episode 13 of 100% real with Bearded and Boom. Uh, this episode is going to cover just strictly MLB, the show and MLB this week. And uh, the show. We're going to go over the rest of the finest cards that seem to be revealed ages ago now now at this point. Uh, plus, we're going to also preview the solo boss 10th inning program. That's right. One solo boss for the 10th inning program. We're going to catch up on everything that happened with the uh, MLB free agency, plus the off season, the lockout, everything like that. You're going to catch it right here. Uh, but first, let me tell you that you can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, everywhere you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also follow the podcast on Twitter at Bearded and Boom, as well as me, Dylan, on Twitch and Twitter at Boom Shakalaka, and my co-host Chris at Bearded Spartan. You can also use codes bearded and shaka, ten percent off your order at juggernautenergy.com. And finally, Chris, let me bring you in here. Um, it's good to be back and it's good to be healthy. <laughs> uh, let me just let me just say that.
1: Glad to have you back. Glad that you're feeling somewhat normal again and human. Dude, the flu is a bitch. I'll, t- I'll <laughs> let me just tell you that, man. I'll tell you what, man. Last time I had, I remember the last time I had the flu. I was I was down and out for like two weeks, man. I couldn't feel so, at all.
0: Let me let me catch you guys up for those that are listening on why there hasn't been an episode. in like, <laughs> it seems to be about two and a half to three weeks now. Um, we kind of took the week off with the holiday with Thanksgiving yeah. um, Correct. and then scheduling kind of after the holiday happened. Um, you know, I had to work. Chris was busy, yada, yada. So we kept pushing it off. We're going to do a big mega episode. And then all of a sudden, as we're going to record, I get sick, get down and out with the flu. Um, you know, to the point to where I didn't even really want to leave bed for, for much of, of the last few days. Shout out to, uh, to alpha boom for, uh, nursing me back to health. Um, she's, she's a real one. So just wanted to give that little shout out there. Um, but yeah, now we are, we're back. We're not, I mean, we're like 95%, I'll say. So got a little stuffy nose, but, uh, so we're about ninety five percent, but we're we're good to go. We're ready to rock and roll in this week's episode. So, uh, Chris, man, a lot has happened, and it's oh. so much so that we have to break it up into two episodes. I, yes. I really, you and I were talking about it today. I'm like, wow, I'm yeah, like, this is was... either gonna be one giant two and a half to half, a three hour episode. Yeah. We might want to break this up. So um, probably a better
1: idea that we broke it up.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna serious. get started with uh, MLB the show. Yep. Um. Double XP, by the way, for those that care, ends on the tenth at yes. two PM Eastern Standard Time. This was supposed to make actually even that that was supposed to be even more predominant like two and a half weeks ago when it was announced right. when we put it yeah. in here. But uh, for those that haven't gotten Babe Ruth or any of the other ninth inning bosses for any reason, uh, you still have a chance with some double XP. Yes. I already have Babe Ruth, the King, the Sultan of SWAT, the King of Swing. I have all three. <laughs> oh, of course you do. He always has all of them. Let me let me just say that, chat. Um, so let's go over first the rest of Team Infinity Five, which again seems like forever ago. Yeah, uh, those the cards that were not announced. Uh, we got some wrong, we got some right. So uh, right. we're again we're gonna go in order. There's only uh there's only a handful. Uh, so instead of going back through all of them, we're just gonna go through those that weren't announced that um you know ended up being that day. Uh, yes. The Blue Jays we did get right with Marcus Simeon, ninety nine overall card, very good card by the way. Might I add? I like it. I one of the when like I say one of the uh, one of the end game second basemen there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, the Cubs Patrick Wisdom, which and was one you that you and I think completely about forgot about. Yeah, you and I
1: completely forgot about Patrick and, and uh, a uh, pretty you, good hitting card. I know when you look back at it, it's like I don't I don't know why we forgot about it because he was so consistent all year with them. He was probably yeah. one of their best hitters all year. Well, and then
0: after everyone left, he got even uh, more playing time, and it oh, just yeah. you know yeah uh the brewers this was no doubt corbin yeah. burns and the card yeah. is nasty Ooh. oh the card horrible. is dirty. That's,
1: that's so hard to face yeah
0: it's it, it's it's tough it's it's one of my uh i think one of my favorite ones obviously we'll get to my yep. favorite card um, <laughs> as 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 we finish yes. up here the indians emmanuel classe uh nasty i kind of forgot card. about
1: classe yeah nasty card well, he's got out. He's world. got
0: outlier. I think on his cutter, right on his yeah. primary,
1: which is his cutter. Well, so, he's got two pitches. He's got like I think it's a sinker and his cutter that are over a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, both of them. It, yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah, that card's gross.
0: So, I mean, and you know we 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 forget about that because obviously, again, with a lot of these like pitcher cards, we kind of were like, oh crap. You know, we're trying to struggle around, struggle around. But Emmanuel Clase got it, and you know, pretty well deserving after the after what I saw from he had a pretty yeah. good year.
1: Looking, looking back at his numbers, it was, it was very well-deserved. He, uh, he was very consistent all year looking at his numbers.
0: Yeah. Uh, Giants, we got this one right. Brandon Crawford. Uh, I, again, it could have been either him or Kevin Gossman. I went offensive, yeah. and you kind of stuck with me, so that was pretty good there. Uh, yeah. Mariners, you know what? We said Mitch Hanniger. We said, but then we went the we went Thai France, well, and it was Mitch Hanniger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then the Mets, of course, my favorite card. <laughs> uh, I almost I, I again because I've been sick I I was on the parallel 5 grind I've got him P4 we're almost at parallel 5 uh Marcus Stroman yeah and uh Dasty you card. know yeah it, it's oh, it's a very good card I'll, yes. I'll tell you that and, and and as I got to use it a little bit more a little bit more man some of the movement on his on his sinker and on his changeup oh it's so good oh, it's yeah. so good uh, ah, yeah. the Nationals. I mean, this was good, pretty was much a no-batter. Juan Soto, <laughs> uh, again, one of the phenom, you know, offensive players in he, the majors right now. This he guy really can, turned you know, it on after
1: the All Star break, too. He did. He did. And, and you know, the, it was, was like a was reset there. for him, and it was it was nice to see.
0: Definitely, you know, they they say a lot, and I think you and I have talked about this in previous episodes that. Yeah, um, especially around the home run derby time. You know, some people it helps them, some people it
1: hurts them. Juan right. Soto was definitely
0: Juan Soto, and Pete Alonso were two people that the, the home run derby, and, def- derby definitely helped.
1: And I'd say the one that it hurt is uh, Gallo, uh, Joey Gallo. Oh yeah, I think it hurt yeah. him a lot, hundred percent. And that, that, I mean, that always depends. So, yeah,
0: uh, the Rangers, Nate Lau, which I, you and I had no idea. So, no I mean, this literally could have been anybody and we would have yeah. got it wrong. Um, yep. The Reds. Well, I was very happy that I got this yeah. one right. Jonathan India. I mean, fantastic year. One rookie of the year. And well yeah, for uh, him. Right there. Uh, the Red Sox. You. The Red Sox. I kind of forgot about I J.D. Forgot Martinez. My... I did, too. Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, you th- I, about I, I, it I think when... with the addition of Kyle Schwarber, I think J.D. Dang. was kind of put to the back burner, especially the, the, the rest of the season that Kyle bench. Schwarber wow. had. Yeah, exactly. So you kind of just forget about J.D. It, exactly.
1: End. Like he was on the bench because Schwarber was there and like right. it was either Schwarber was in left field or he was on first base. It depended right. on what was going on with uh bobby there right if definitely playing first or not so yeah yeah definitely uh and the
0: white Sox, Yohan Mancado, which again you i you kind of forget about you you do but i mean you he's do. definitely he's a stud so yeah oh yeah, and then they do. also uh so along with the finest they announced the other collection uh and the big collection award chris it finally happened it did the it kid, finally happened the jr home. is home the milestone 500 home run club. Ken Griffey Jr. 119 oh, contact right, 108 contact left, 125 power right, of course, yep. 121 power left, 99 fielding, 99 arm, 92 uh, arm accuracy, 99 reaction, 85 speed. But also with this same collection, with you also got Jimmy Fox, 99 overall Amen. milestone. Uh, Right-handed right.
1: Babe Ruth. That's all I can say about him yeah. when I've been oh, yeah, with him. He is, I mean, one, he is a Babe Ruth right-hander. It is disgusting. I mean, and,
0: and his stats will tell you the same. 124 contact, 125 contact, 122 power right, 119 power left. That basically tells you right there. He also has a sec- uh, catcher secondary. Yes. Uh, so him and Kyle Schwarber are like the, the main two non-catchers yep. that are basically one of the better catchers in the game. So, mm-hmm. Uh, again, I, you know Ken Griffey finally coming into the game as a collection oh, reward is it, it's a nice thing. Right. I don't have the card yet. I have not honestly been grinding and
1: will be the over really much. I I know because um, you you've been under the weather, man. But I, I I've can been tell under you the weather
0: playing a little bit of Vanguard. You yeah. will like
1: it. It is yeah. it is a very nice card. Oh, well,
0: it's it's the kin and the the it funniest is. thing about it is it's so weird that it's a Cincinnati Reds card. And yeah, everyone's wrong. They done, Every it is the very first year it has been. Yeah, he's got that number thirty. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's just like every it's such it's so it's weird, weird to say. Yeah, it really. Well, is. when I think of Ken Griffey, I think of Seattle. I don't ever think of him with exactly. the Reds cuz like Exactly. That's where he went to end his career. Like he followed his dad's footsteps. Like right. I
0: get it, but like but my last played- memories as I was getting older were him as a Red. And, you know, right. when he was a Mariner, I was still a young kid at that point. And so it's just yeah. wild, but but like whenever you look back at his career, it was always
1: him as a Mariner. So it's it's just wild well, how that worked out. Yeah, I think he was a Mariner for pretty much almost his entire career.
0: Right, so, right. Well, that's not like the same thing with like uh like an Alex Rodriguez. You know, yeah. not a lot of people remember him as a Ranger. They'll remember no. him as a Yankee. You know what I mean? Yep. I or remember even, with, or
1: uh, even uh, or even as or, or even it with Seattle. So I remember him as Seattle more than uh, a Ranger. Yeah. Like I associate him with the Rangers and and uh, or uh, Seattle and the Yankees, not the Rangers. Yeah. So it it it's just you know, it's where where you grew up watching him and stuff right. that right. you see them the most. And like and like think about it though, this is the first time in the history that they've actually done Ken Griffey as a Red. So like no one's yeah. used to seeing that. So it's like it's it's weird at well, first. Well, and
0: it kind of it kind of equates like now if you think about it, like kids that are growing up now that say mm-hmm. didn't get to see bryce harper as a national right you know what i mean and really, they're gonna grow really up and, breakout, and they're yeah. gonna get like you're in my age and go wow you know like i don't ever remember him as a washington national yeah. but you and i are obviously remember him as a
1: washington National." Oh, that, dude, that that's that was his breakout that's that's or manny machado is, is a baltimore yeah. oriel you know what i mean yeah that's, like, that's what wilding. made these guys John
0: carlos stanton is a miami
1: marlin you know exactly <laughs> you know, nobody well, would he, remember that what you mean when his name was really mike Right, exactly. Well, even when his name was Giancarlo and he was still. I, I mean, it's just and the favorite thing, though, is like when you're going back and you're doing this, the program for him and it's his rookie card. It's well, and and, and,
0: and and nobody remembers the exact time. And no, that would be a that'll be a trivia question until the end of the earth is what year Mike did he change? You no, know, Giancarlo's changed his name because all of a sudden I just remember it wasn't Mike anymore. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, who the
1: hell is this guy? I'm like, oh, it's the same guy. Like, Okay. Yeah. Who the hell is Carlo? Maybe, maybe it was like uh, you know the water boy. He thought it was more exotic. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I mean, that's
0: it's your daddy, Roberto.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He changed his name to
0: Roberto. (laughs) Oh God. Um. So we had prime uh, awards part two again. This is weeks old. Um. We had starting uh, milestone members only on the thirtieth of November, which is a couple weeks old now. Uh, That gave us 99 overall Cal Repkin Jr. milestone card. Pretty decent card. Pretty not a bad card. 100 100 contact right, 107 contact left, 91 power right, 94 power left. Yes. 116 vision, 106 clutch, 92 fielding, of course. Going to have great arm over there, 96. Can also play third base as well. And Uh, first up. And, well, oh, I mean, no, shortstop in yeah. third. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, obviously he's a no brainer. Shortstop. Everyone remembers Cal Ripken as a shortstop. Yeah. But I don't ever remember. Third yeah, that's yeah. It's the same. It's the same thing like when Chipper Jones has shortstop. In the I'm Like, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm like, I don't remember him playing left field. Anything but anything right. but third, Yeah, know, uh, December 3rd. Yeah, just actually. So we're getting a little more recent here. Just the other yes. day they dropped. 99 overall signature series, Monty Irvin. Uh, good yeah, to see Monty the back Giants. The 1, 114 contact right, 105 contact or contact left. Yep. 99 power right, 84 power left. It's a Monty Irvin card. You, if you want to use that, probably a, a Giants theme team. Go ahead. Other than that, I wouldn't even... I will know.
1: tell you, though, the vision on him being 212, or uh, 112, sorry, is just ridiculous. It's like twelve. Oh, boy. Yeah. 112. I mean, yeah, that... Well, 212 would be insane.
0: I mean, I yeah. don't
1: sh- well, just just his vision. He's like see, even He's when you seeing the ball
0: before it comes out of the picture's yeah. hand. Even when
1: you go up to because I was playing with it earlier today, like when you go right. up to like the hardest level, like his, his PCI is still gigantic. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Right. So now we're
0: going to get into the more recent uh, MLB the show stuff. Yes. Um, new rank seasons started. I believe yep. it was this week, correct? Yes. No. Uh, yeah, last it was this week, week? last, week? last right. week. It was last oh, we're week. Getting. We're we're getting a little more race in here. Uh so last week anyway, new rank seasons. Uh another guy that we have been waiting on. It's it's November, it's December and we finally get 99 overall Mike Trout. Yes. 99 overall 2019 Finest card which was not a thing by the way. This right. is a brand new card. Right. A brand new classic up. card which blows my mind.
1: It's kind because of cuz cool, now though, I'm though.
0: like SDS is just doing whatever the fuck they want now. You know, you know <laughs> what I mean? They're making they're making finest cards that were not even finest hey, cards.
1: It's Mike Trout. They can do what they want.
0: <laughs> well, <at> 99 <laughs> overall finest Mike Trout uh, from 2019. The card art is sick, by the way. Yes. Uh and the card itself, 122 contact right, 110 contact left, 125 power right of course and 119 okay. power left, 86 vision, 105, 108 clutch, 95 fielding, 85 arm. Uh, 95 speed. Yeah. I mean, he can play the outfield. Of course, it's Mike Trout. What else is there to say? Yeah. It's it's Mike fucking Trout. Thank God. Um, yeah. So the underboss is at 500. The pennant race pack. Uh, you're going to get a set of 2020 finest cards. First, give me yep. Anthony Santander. Yep. 102 contact, right? 69 contact left, which is a it, little worrisome. It,
1: it. Nice. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> Uh 115 power right and 110 power left, 93 yeah. fielding, 83 arm. Uh again, decent decent I mean yeah, pr- pretty good card there. Uh the other card in that pack is going to be uh, again 99 overall find us from 2020 Kyle Lewis. Yeah. Seattle was... Mariners soon to be superstar. Yeah. I was surprised uh, one, at this
1: one but not. Yeah, 108 contact
0: surprised. right. 87 contact left so it's kind of the same thing with santander low left side contact yeah but the power's Uh, there so right 104 power right and 122 power left so the pci is going to be a little bit smaller going up up against lefties but you're still going to have that power that's there uh 73 vision 90 fielding 86 arms so he's probably going to have he's going to have diamond fielding out there in center field
1: yeah the only shitty thing is his speed 69 so like Nice, <laughs> you know, not 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 quite the the fastest. Sixty nine's all over the
0: board. To, to yeah, but up.
1: like at center field, like I I I just I don't know if I trust the speed there. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you always want somebody he's, he's at least. More, he's more of
0: a he's more of a corner outfielder. I agree
1: me. with that. Definitely. And 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 the shitty thing is primary position center field. So yeah, so he, so he's going to knock down. Him,
0: if yeah, let's say if you move him over, that fielding fielding's going to go down to gold fielding. So
1: yeah. It's just that uh, so speed is what worries me. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, but like I said, I I'm using Michael Conforto with like 52 speed out yeah. right
1: field. Well, so, and I'm in my right field. I'm using Babe Ruth right now. So. Exactly, and they're still able to track those balls down.
0: Ah, uh, so now we're gonna get to the most recent news. Yeah. Uh, ah, the Fall Circuit was just finished up this past weekend. They announced the solo boss for the 10th inning program. Yes. It's the the machine. Albert Pujols, the myth, the legend, Albert Pujols probably played his final season this season. I think so. Um, yeah. If not, I think 2022 is obviously going to be his last season. If he if he yeah. already isn't going to announce his retirement at some point. Yeah. Um, you know, and if he does, what the what a hell of a career. Uh, and if he doesn't, yes. man, I hope he signs somewhere and still. Hit, I hope he just keeps hitting baseballs nukes. out of the ballpark. I, do I too. hope he keeps hitting nukes. Uh, so I, the stats have not been announced on this yeah. card. They probably won't be announced yet until probably uh, the 10th inning oh. program drops on Friday.
1: It is currently yeah.
0: Tuesday, so yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think any of the stats are going to be
1: released until no. the
0: uh, push the button stream on the, Friday. The
1: only ones that I could see possibly being dropped are the underboss ones, right? But not, not pool hosts until the show. Uh, and the underbosses
0: are a slew of fantastic player yes. of the month cards. Uh, first, 99 overall. Chuck nasty I had, to, I had to pull in my inner shelfie there, man. I thought that I, I didn't do that justice, but no, <laughs> that, that clip going around on Twitter today made me yeah. laugh so hard. Uh, June, 2019 player of the month, Charlie, Charlie Blackman uh, for the Colorado Rockies. The other one 99 overall from August of 2019. Reed Hoskins 99 yes. overall. And the other 2019 player of the month from the month of May, 99 overall Pirates edition, Josh Bell.
1: Yep. You you only get to pick one of these, though. Three cards,
0: three glitchy swings there. I got to tell you. Yeah, I I
1: agree with that. Between Chuck Reese and
0: uh, Josh Bell. (laughs) Josh Bell, of course, the switch hitter of the two. Yes. Of the three. Uh, You know, Reese goes from the right and uh, Chuck Nasty from the left side. So I think this is going to be a pretty good 10th inning program, Uh, you know, there, I, there, there seems to be a trend now, and I, I really kind of hope that they keep this up. Obviously, last year this 10th inning program it was Griffey week. This was when Griffey was announced; he was the solo boss. Now this year we're getting another solo boss, Albert which I hope this trend continues because yeah. I think it's a great way to highlight
1: some some good players. Well, and uh, not to mention, know, like you said, it could be possibly his last year in the league, and you know exactly what what a, what a what a way to to honor him. Mm-hmm. for all he's done for the game because 100%. he's been the the ultimate professional throughout his whole career like you you never hear anything bad about pool host. he goes out he plays he's he never causes waves man right he's just he's just he's a stand-up guy and everybody says that he's a nice guy and you're like th- th- this is a way to honor people and i really like what they did here and I, i'm with you i hope i hope they keep doing it so it should be it should be uh interesting going forward but like you said man i can't wait to see the stats on pool host hopefully that stats they give him they make him an end Hopefully game they do it right yeah and i hope he's and, an end, game, end first game baseman for it well i think he
0: will you know it, it just really it, especially with first base there's so many options you know in the beginning of the year there weren't very many options and then and all of a sudden in the middle many. of the year there was way too many and well, now you yeah. know you kind of have finest freddie freeman that came out which is one of the good ones i mean mm-hmm. obviously a lot of people could still be using pete alonzo well uh, you got the you jimmy know, fox I'll... one Jimmy Fox, Babe Ruth. Yeah. You can also use Willie Mays, Hank Aaron at first yeah. base. A lot of these I guys mean, are secondaries. I'm personally using Babe Ruth at first base just because of the speed. Uh, and I obviously still am trying to get P- P5 Michael Conforto, so he's still out there. Nope. Um, but, yeah, I mean, maybe once Albert comes out and I get P5 Conforto, maybe, you know, Ruth finally goes to the outfield or whatever. You know, it's there's just well, And you don't know, so know what they're going to give
1: pool hoses a secondary either. Right. Because you got to think, early in his career, he had secondary as an outfield. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna
0: guess, and and this is where I'm gonna make the guess. I'm gonna guess it's a milestone card. I think it and would I'm, be, two. and I'm gonna guess it's gonna be like a 600 home run club or something it's like be, that. Right? And, and with that being said, I don't think there's gonna be a secondary on this card because I I I don't think because realistically, he only really ever played anything other than first base early, early, early in right. his career with St. Right. Louis. And if it's going to be a milestone card like that, like I think everyone thinks it's going to be, there doesn't really need to, honestly, to me, be a secondary position. But even I if agree. it is, even him at third base, I'd st- he'd still be at first base for me. That's just, with, with his speed and whatnot, I mean, he never really well, was
1: fleet of foot in all in his career. It, you think about it, too, like... <sighs>
0: There's I so many other better three. third
1: basemen that there would be. You know exactly. I mean? I
0: mean I'm still Chipper Jones is still mine to be honest. I mean I
1: actually after I uh, super factored him I've been putting others in just to see Well yeah, but I, but but I better, think Chipper but...
0: is still kind of the primary oh, go-to. I agree with that 100%. On, you know? So Oh yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what the, the full program entails yeah. the stats are for that, you know, and everything like that. So uh be tuned in next week. I think that's when we are going to record that. Yes. I think we're going to try and get both of these episodes out at some point this week. I know you yeah. and I were talking about part two. Yeah, Um later this week. So I, I, I definitely want to get that done. Uh Major League Baseball now it's there's a bunch to cover because yes, because everybody a lot everybody got scared and they all signed. <laughs> Not everybody. Well, Hall of Fame, uh, let's start with the Hall of Fame ballots because they were distributed. Okay. Um, notable notable players that are on their final appearance include uh, the home run king, Barry Bonds, Roger I'm Clemens, Sammy Sosa, in, Kurt Schilling. Uh, Never there are in. some notable first ballot uh, appearances by yes. Big Papi, David Ortiz, Happy A-Rod, A-Rod, A-Rod nope. Alex Rodriguez, uh, J-Roll, Jimmy Rollins, the big Prince Fielder, and Tim yep. Lincecum uh Chris, out of that kind of, if if you had let me let me just say, if you had a vote, okay, out of those guys that are there now, obviously there are way more on the ballot. Let's say if you had to pick
1: two from that list,
0: from this from that list that I just said, if you had to pick two of them, who who would you pick and why?
1: David Ortiz, Mm -hmm. just because he was so consistent throughout his whole career, right? Um. And I just loved watching him play. And he was such a happy guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'd always joke with people up at plate or on first base. And oh, stuff. yeah, definitely. And and everybody loved did, him. And how he didn't know that
0: Dustin, he didn't know <laughs> Dustin Pejoria's name. Yeah, that, that too. He's like, why the fuck he call you that, man? That's my name. <laughs> that's still my favorite and, David
1: Ortiz story. I I know, ever, right? And I, I, I want to say Barry Bonds, but I'm not going to. I would actually say Tim Lincecum.
0: Tim Lincecum, that's an interesting one.
1: Because I always loved watching him pitch. I right. always loved watching Lincecum pitch. Like he was right. just, I, he was just like a machine out there. He reminded me of the old timers that would just go out there and throw and throw and throw and throw. Well, oh, and, and he players. was
0: really the first of its kind to have kind of that funky, weird delivery. Yeah. Now, now I know there were there were players before
1: him to have funky, weird deliveries. Yeah, but he but- was the first one that made it really work.
0: Yeah, it was never really showcased until Tim came around. And, you know, I, I've said previously that I loved Tim Lincecum. I, I kind of modeled my pitching performances when I was younger after him, uh, just the way that I threw the ball when I was in Little League and, and, and yeah. sort of the upper, upper leagues. And, uh, you know, so, but see, I, I don't know if I had to pick two. and it, And it's tough to pick just two. It Even is. with that list, I I would need a third. I think David I Ortiz I, agree. Is I think David Ortiz is definitely one of them and and I've always yeah. been one that says Barry deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And see like uh, I
1: wanted to say Barry but like I was trying to stay away from the steroid era one so we could stay out of that conversation. Yeah,
0: but I mean every ideas. everyone, you know, there are more players that are in the Hall of
1: Fame from that era. Exactly. So that that than, that's going to bother me for saying? a long time to come. Like them like snuffing Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa and all that because, oh, they were on steroids. What about all the other players that are in there that were on them? Right.
0: And, and what about the players from that era that even weren't on them? Right.
1: Like, like say, well, a Mike
0: Piazza. Right. You know what I mean? Well, not guys that never used, but now are in the Hall of
1: Fame. Right. But yeah, the guys that like it, it just it doesn't make sense to well, me. And, the, and one thing that always has bothered me, too, is Pete Rose. Look at all yeah, the yeah yeah that one's holds. bothered me too. I mean that's all the records that he holds in baseball, and you're gonna be, I'm sorry, assholes, and hold him out because because of something stupid. Like I'm sorry. Like okay, he bet on the game. Big deal. He realized it was wrong. He said his p's and q's. He apologized, and and right. then he did everything that you guys wanted him to do. Right. And you banned him for life out of the Hall of Fame. It's like exactly you go back and you look at like all these records and stuff. Look at all mm-hmm. the categories he actually leads in. He should be a no-brainer first ballot Hall of Famer.
0: Well, and and, and and it brings. So I'm going to bring this before we get to the the free agency stuff. I'm going to bring a guy to to light who recently just got off of a PED suspension. But if it wasn't for that, and now you have to question like his career. Robinson can know. Yeah, what 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 do you think about Robinson Cano? Like now, looking back at, and like now he just served this PED suspension. Like, and and realistically, before that, you know, his time with the Yankees, his time with the Mariners, like he was was putting up phenomenal numbers. And uh, you know, a lot of people were thinking this guy's going into the Hall of Fame, but now with all this PED stuff,
1: they're going to do what they did with the others. They're they're not even going to acknowledge him. Right, but do you think that he deserves to be in the Hall?
0: I know it's partial because you're a Yankees fan,
1: which is why I, I want to say that I, I don't think he was like he was good, but I just don't see he wasn't like a holy shit look look at what he can do, you know what I mean? Like don't right. get me wrong, he was really really good, but he wasn't one of those special players that you look at and go holy shit, right? Like he was one of those guys where you look at him and go. Yeah, he's really, really good. Even, those... even,
0: even in his time with the Yankees?
1: Yeah. I, I, he, I, he, he never I, was a guy or to that said, holy shit. I mean, he used to do it, but it wasn't like on a constant thing, like, like right. a Derek Jeter, where like he keep well, through and and here these are... amazing moments and yeah. stuff like that. And here, like... Is,
0: here are his career averages, right? Okay. 2,234 2, games. Okay, right. He's got 2,624 hits. 571 doubles. He's got 334 home runs. 1,300. Okay, now that you're reading right. his numbers. Right. That, that is, uh, okay, keep going. He's also career batting average over 300,
1: 303. Okay. Career now that you're saying basis. that, I think he should go in the Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah. Now, now right. that you're saying his numbers out loud, yeah. But also, again, with those numbers,
0: how much of that do you think was affected by PEDs you know what I mean? Like that's kind of the, 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 the conversation. That was that's the conversation you have to have okay. with like a Barry Bonds or a okay. Roger Clemens or a Sammy Sosa. Well, let me, Sosa, you know let what me I mean? pose
1: this to you. Okay. In that era when people and everybody was doing it and stuff, the pitchers mm-hmm. were too. Yeah. So let me pose this to you. Was it were were the the hitters doing this to be able to keep up with the pitchers? Right. Uh, you, you, here, that's a catch twenty-two because well, the, the same, pitchers were doing the whole, it, right. the hitters were doing it. Well, it's and I'm, sh- I'm sorry, during that era, it was way more fun to watch baseball because so many more oh, hits and so many more the, long bombs were going on. The summer
0: of the summer of the home run race between Sammy Sosa and Mark McGwire. Oh,
1: exactly. Pff, one of the still one of the best seasons of baseball. And then and then when Barry Bonds was chasing that he, record, like think yeah. about how how much. How much publicity MLB got because I of that, still so. I still remember they're they're where I this. was. Yeah.
0: I still remember where I was when he broke the record. I I, and I wasn't that. even and I didn't even I didn't even see it. I didn't even watch the game. Yeah. I was I, staring at a, I was staring at a computer monitor that I found in the rental uh-huh. house that we were, you know, living in for the week because my my family was on vacation and mm-hmm. I happened the, the place that we were staying at happened to have internet and happened to have a, a, a yeah. PC. So I was able to log into like my my AIM chat with all my friends. <laughs> and I had I had I had I, I shit you not. I had ESPN <laughs> gamecast up. Man talking about a name watching, drop. aim I know, Jesus. And I was watching the game and I was talking to my buddies and I'm like, oh, and then, you know, all of a sudden I see game delay and I was like, holy crap, he just hit it. And come to find out the next morning. Holy crap! He actually just hit it. You know what I mean? So it, yeah, it's know, kind of like it, it, it's kind of like you know those those moments with those players. Those <laughs> and, you know where you were moments,
1: and and that's what bothers me about MLB. Like they're 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 shunning all these guys because oh they were on steroids. Okay, look at what they did for your your viewership and everything right? during those time frames. Like exactly. I'm sorry, like. Every sport has an issue with this, yeah. And like you're every, just every single, single out, you're gonna single out just certain people because you said it's all of a sudden it's unfair. What right. what about the Astros when they treated? There was nothing done to them, right? The, and the, and there still, and there still isn't, hasn't been anything done exactly, to them. and, there, and, and there probably never will be anything. And done that on. that's the thing, like. You're going to do this to these players and say they can't come into the Hall of Fame because of that. And, like, mm-hmm. Pete Rose, you're going to keep them out for life because of the betting. And, like, then you're going to sit there and the Astros, who were caught cheating, right. and you're going to do absolutely nothing. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. Something that you should be so strict on is how they stole those signs and the way they did it. Yeah. And the fact that they were caught doing it. And yeah. then the fact that nothing was done about it. Well, and that I mean, look at look me. at
0: look at the MLB currently We're, yeah. you know, for for those that don't know, we're sitting in the middle of a of the lockout. first MLB lockout in twenty six years, 26 years. Yeah. So with all that compiled on to now we're in the fact that we're in a lockout, potentially could potentially might not have an MLB season, especially might with not, all of the so big free apart. agent. With with all the big free agent stuff that's happened, that we're going to go over here, yep. uh, you know, and and you and I are going to talk about the free agent stuff and yep. what I think a good season this could be with all the big names that have I gone agree. different places. You know, it, it's just it, it kind of sucks, was, and and baseball right now I think needs to take a look at itself in the mirror and and well, kind of realize that.
1: And here's and, the and thing. Well,
0: here's the last thing I'm going to say on this, okay. and then I'll let you say your piece. Okay, you know. It doesn't help, and, and this is a straight opinion, and this is okay. 100% real opinion right here. It doesn't help that the people that are voting on these people to go to the Hall of Fame are absolute <laughs> morons. I agree. I have seen some of these ballots that have come out over the last They're few horrible. days. I cannot believe it.
1: So there stupid. are so There are
0: ballots that are empty.
1: I know. There are ballots that have been. It's so dumb. Empty. And I'm like, are you are you fucking kidding me? It's the, the people, thing the, the, the people that vote on
0: the Hall of Fame should just not be voting on the Hall of Fame. They shouldn't be allowed. They should not be allowed to vote on on the Hall of Fame, and that is my piece, and that is my hundred percent real hot take. And and there is your your whatever you want to call it, your pipe bomb of the episode. I don't <laughs> care.
1: <laughs> well, I, I agree with you one hundred percent, man. Because these guys, like the the last few votes that they've done, you look at some of the people they voted for, and it's like, right? Why? What what did they do do to go, wow?
0: I saw a ballot that had, and and not to knock Andy Pettit, but had Andy Pettit in the Hall of Fame, but not Billy Wagner. That's wrong.
1: Right. I would say Wagner has to go before Pettit. Right. And that's me being a Yankee fan. Don't get me wrong. Andy Pettit was a phenomenal pitcher for years, but Wagner needs to go before him because he was better. But also
0: had Andy Pennant and not a guy like Roger Clemens, who was clearly the better oh, of the two.
1: Right. You know what I mean? Well, like, it just and, oh. and Andy's not going to go in there, though, because he was also part of the steroid thing. Right. So right. That, that's someone that's never going to get in either. Right. Clemens isn't going to get in because of that. That's what they're doing. Schilling's not going to. It's just right. Like all these, a lot of these guys that you named in the beginning, Bonds, Clemens, Sosa and Schilling. Mm hmm with their final appearances, that's it. They're done. They're not getting. I will will
0: say, I will say one more thing because there was, um, it's the hall of fame, like golden ballot announcement that the, so there were people that were announced into the hall of fame this past week. Good. Um, from the golden ballot, I guess is what it's called, which I, I don't think is, I don't think the writers association votes on this. I don't know who exactly votes on this. I'm not sure about Um
1: that but the writers association just
0: I the I, results are as follows. I'm pulling this straight off ESPN because I okay. I just remembered that actually this came out. Uh Bud Fowler oh. and Buck O'Neill, okay. guys guys we don't know about uh Bill Dolan, uh oh. John Donaldson, Vic Harris, uh Grant Home Run Johnson, Lefty <laughs> O'Doul, uh okay. Dick Cannonball Redding. All right. Allie Reynolds, George Tubby Scales did not apparently receive necessary (laughs) votes. So the guys that were elected into the uh, into the uh, uh, Mets legend, Gil Hodges. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, Jim Cat. Okay. Tony Olivia or Oliveira. Oliveira. uh, Minnie Minoso. Oh, nice. Finally are in. So good for them. So those will go along with uh, the other Hall of Famers that were on those ballots that obviously have been published already. Uh, Thank God that uh, Gil Hodges and Minnie Minoso finally got in. I'm Uh, I'm so happy. They have obviously Gil Hodges, Mets legend, Mets Dodgers legend. Um, Very happy as a Mets fantasy, Gil finally get in. I know his his wife is like 95 years old or something like that. So I think that's pretty cool. But now I think we should move into the free agent news because this is going to take up probably. (laughs) Yeah another a a little while here uh we'll oh, start yeah. off first uh with kind of we're gonna go with the oldest news and then it's just gonna kind of get wild in here somewhere. because yeah. My, yeah my brain kind of was just like oh this guy and oh this guy and oh this guy because <laughs> it's uh, so wild. and i'm gonna well, say we're not gonna cover fast though when it
1: started and, though and, it and like we're, not gonna,
0: we're not gonna get to every single free agent move because again we'd be here forever i'm just right. we're just gonna kind of cover ones that we think Are, collectively were the most important yeah uh, more the like first with the first with the Tampa Bay Rays locking up superstar Wander Franco to an 11-year, $185 million extension, uh, according to Jeff Passon, with a 12-year option that could jump the value to $223 million. Uh, Franco does not have a no-trade clause in this deal, but again, according to Passon, after 2031, he'll have a 10-5 and five rights uh clause that will allow him to block any trade so after 2031 it kind of is a no trade clause but it's not i don't really know how a 10-5 rights you know
1: thing works it it, it basically it, it it does turn into like he can say no to the trade yeah. that that's right. basically what it comes down to like he has input on where he goes so it's basically right. like a no trade clause but it's not so because they can still offer like shop him to other teams but he has the veto power
0: he has the final say and that's kind of what a no trade clause is is essentially like you could still get shopped but like you had the final say essentially where you're going and and that's basically what
1: the 10-5 rights is
0: right um so then yeah i i mean i think this is a good deal for both sides obviously wander franco gets his money tampa bay rays get their shortstop for the next 11 or 12 years mm, uh you know i differ
1: on this one though remember yeah
0: yeah, but we'll we'll get into uh that differential when we come into 100% real yes. hot takes uh because yes, I just it, got it, it, one it. off the top of the dome here. Uh the like Giants, it. the San Francisco Giants signed both Alex Wood and Anthony DiSfascani Dis- Dis- and I believe they also signed Alex Cobb as well. Um so they sure. locked up pretty much their receiving or their receiving core, Jesus Christ. The Giants. No, I no. wish the Giants. I wish the Giants had locked up a receiving core. Uh the San Francisco Giants seem to I mean, up, lock up lock. Up up they seem to lock up their pitching staff uh for the next few years. Uh Wood signed for about two years for twenty million. Stefani yeah. for three years for thirty-six. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna check really quickly on Kyle. Oh, I don't I actually know if I, I know, know it. it was in the talks, but I don't know if he ever signed. I don't know if anything happened before the lockout before the lock. Cause that was the biggest thing. And this is what we'll touch on is that everything had to be, had to be done by like December 2nd. 1st at midnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, which it doesn't seem like that was, I don't done. think he did. I, no, I don't think he ended up signing. No, so he's still, no, actually the giants did get him. Yeah. Did they, they locked him up. Yeah, okay. they, yeah they did get him. So, yeah, so they seem they locked in their sort of big three pitchers there. Obviously, uh, as we'll cover, they didn't get Kevin Gosman, but that was, um, yeah, you can't get everybody. Uh, the LA Angels, along with getting uh, Thor, as we discussed in the last episode, they also Ouch. got Mets uh, reliever Aaron Luke to a two-year $17 million deal. Angels are also uh, in talks with Mr. Met on a deal as well, as they're just taking it. They just, you know took half the Mets free agent pitchers. They did. Uh you know, and and the Angels are making some moves here and I think
1: they've made they've made quite a few that, you know, it, it's improved their team which gives them a better chance as long as Trout can stay healthy. But
0: this was the last deal that they made before the lockout. So it'll be interesting to see they were linked to Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa has not signed anywhere. No. Um so it'll be interesting to see once the CBA gets oh, signed and like he said, we'll
1: we'll go over the ones that haven't signed yet. Right. And uh steven matts signed a four-year yes. deal
0: with st louis cardinals pissing off steve cohen and i thought it was the greatest thing ever <laughs> uh Stephen matts had a career year in toronto and he you did. know hats off to him i like Stephen matts he's a good pitcher and he's a good guy yep. um i wish him all the best in st louis but then i really don't so <laughs> the white Sox <laughs> in uh closing pitcher kendall graveman three years 24 million dollars so essentially that bullpen yeah. Could be pretty nasty, Liam It Could be very nasty now. if they can get uh, Craig Kimbrell, which I don't believe he signed anywhere either. No, uh, I think he's one of those that didn't sign. So that'll be that'll be very interesting to see. Uh, once again, once you know we get a reach in contract with yep. the CBA, where he ends up going, it's uh, going to be interesting. The Marlins made a little bit of a splash. The Marlins actually did something. Congratulations to them. They signed was, Yeah. Well, they, they out for him, didn't they? Well, they signed outfielder oh. Avisel Garcia yep. to a four year fifty-three yes. million dollar contract. And which then they also
1: a good sign basically
0: for them. simultaneously traded for catcher Jacob Stallings, which I think was yeah. a good kind of uh you know, Jacob not really a, a, a prolific offensive threat, but he's a great catcher.
1: He, he's and he's a decent a great hitter game.
0: though. It's a, it's an upgrade to what they had. It's obviously yeah. not going to replace a JT Real Muto, yeah, he, but it's...
1: he's not by any means like like a Mike Piazza power hitter, but he he's a right. he's a very, he's a very consistent hitter. He's a game if manager, you, and that's what they mean. yeah. And you look at his hitting; he's very consistent with his numbers over the years. And and like yeah. you said, it's it's a major upgrade for them. Yeah.
0: The uh, Tampa Bay Rays made a little bit of a splash, uh-huh. signing the Kluber. Corey Kluber, one-year, $8 million deal. I was a little upset uh, about this one. Yeah, we'll get into the theme of the Yankees not doing anything in here shortly. Uh, well, I'll let you. Don't me. worry, we're going to let you go on your little tirade that you wanted to go out about a week and a half ago. <laughs> um, the Twins extended Byron Buxton. He uh, was taught in talks. As yep. the lockout was commencing uh, about being traded, they ended up signing him to a seven-year, $100 million uh, extension with a m- bunch of multiple ex- uh, incentives, yes. uh, some some MVP goals, some uh, statistical goals. So that's pretty good for him. Uh, the Mariners traded for second baseman Adam Frazier for two prospects to the San Diego Padres. And then they went out a few days later and signed left-handed Cy Young Award winner Robbie Ray to a five-year, $115 million deal. Good for the uh, yep. for the Seattle Rays, who had a pretty good year. And I think, like, you know... The, the like, Seattle you know, I was what? Seattle, <laughs> Seattle Rays? Oh, is that what I said? Because it's Robbie Ray, you know? It's, it's whatever. It's, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you did it.
1: I did it. The did. only it one. Was,
0: it was bound to happen. I mean, it, you know... It's, I'm, st- I'm still, again, my brain is still a little fuzzy, oh, right? That was great. Oh, <sighs> a little slip of the tongue there. A I slip had of the to do tongue. it. I had to throw it out there, though. It's like the Washington football skins all over again. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> uh, so the Mariners, again, I, I think they were kind of a stone's throw away from a decent playoff run. I, I, I still think they are. I still think they needed to add another good bat. Uh, I do too. Again, they are also in talks. I think uh, they're in the running for Carlos Correa. So, again, that be
1: interesting. That's another one.
0: Uh the Astros did something. They signed Hector Neris to I don't know why. He is a terrible pitcher. Uh two-year deal to the Astros. Congratulations to them. yippee Skippy. Yeah. Uh the Red Sox got a slew of older pitchers. Uh first Michael yeah. Walker, one year seven million dollars. Yeah. Uh James Paxton, one year ten million dollars. And then uh Rich. Dick Mountain. Yeah. Rich Hill joining <laughs> the team as well. And then uh they also Rich right hard. before the walk. Right before the lockout commenced, they traded Hunter Renfro to the Brewers for Jackie Bradley Jr. Jackie Bradley Jr. coming back to Boston. That's yeah. pretty
1: cool to see. It was interesting. I, uh, I was kind of surprised about that, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's,
1: it's, you know, Renfro it, was good for them down the stretch.
0: Yeah. But they also still needed a center fielder, I think. I agree. It, it's, it was one of the glaring holes, I think, in their defense. Uh, um, oh, by, by
1: all means. But I'm just saying, like, I was surprised that they gave up Hunter Renfro for it. Yeah. Getting like seventeen million dollar seventeen <laughs> fucking ads right
0: now in my ear. I had to shut that <laughs> all off. Um, so we'll get into some of the bigger awesome. signings now. Yes. Uh, the Braves and right-handed reliever Kirby Yates, coming off Tommy John surgery, two yeah. years eight hundred or two years 8.25 million dollars. $8. There you go. Uh, I think a lot of money for someone who didn't pitch last year. Yeah. I know the year before he had a really good year with uh, San Diego, but really, I yeah. I just I I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it it's kind of the same thing with loop. I thought 17 million mm-hmm. was too much. Well, um, and, and it's even a little for bit a guy a that, Yeah, even I mean, for a guy that, you know, had a sub one ERA, I still thought 17 million was too much. But again, I mean, it's 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 the Braves, it, whatever. Yeah,
1: I mean, fuck the Braves. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man, they could repeat. Shh. If there's a season. Well, we'll get into
0: that. Uh the Blue Jays made a splash. So yes. I mean, uh, after they extended Jose Barrios, they also went out and got Kevin Gospin. They stole to a him. five-year $110 million deal. There's an interesting, interesting fact about this contract. The same exact contract was offered to him by the Mets, and he chose to go to Toronto. So yep. So, so not only did you miss out on Thor, if you're the Mets, right? And and, and this will be. You missed well, out on I, Gosman. I, I I left the Mets for the end because boy did Uncle Stevie get happy. Uh, missed out oh, on Gosman. Oh, dude, Dawson. he went nuts. He missed yeah. out on Mats, so yeah. he's already missed out on a few good pitchers. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then he kind of was sit on his hands for a little bit. Uh, the Rangers then went and signed John Gray again, another one they missed out on. Four years, fifty-six yep. million dollars, which I think is an absolute steal. By These the way, next I, two are amazing. I, I, I think I think every single club in the major leagues should have this contract. Should have put this contract out to him and said, "Here, pick, oh yeah, easily one. four years, fifty six million dollars is nothing to like any team. It's it's such a and you know what? John Gray, I think, is going to have a fantastic year. I think he's going to have I, a very good four years. I've always I, I
1: like him. I like how well, he pitches,
0: especially now that he's out of Colorado. I think it's going to be even better. It's going to be helpful for him." Uh, but then the Rangers went out and solidified. These next two are
1: great. These
0: First, were they great. signed Marcus Simeon. That was, seven years, $175 million. He also decided man. that he was going to play second base so that yeah. they can go out and get Corey Seager. Ten years, $325 million. Absolutely insane. And those happened within days of each other. I think it was within like two days of each other, which is really mm-hmm. cool to
1: see. Mm-hmm. You remember what you were telling me about Seager? You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I think the the main place he's going to go is the Yankees, and I just laughed. I, at you know I what? I really out did. It. I, I doubt was, it. They're not going to do anything. Those were the last two.
0: It was it was the Rangers. It was the Yankees, and I was like, man, the Yankees got to do something. I was like, they, I, I, I kind of had optimism here. That that mm-hmm. was optimistic there. And really,
1: who ended up being right? Me. Okay, we'll just move on. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, to that. That, we we'll, we'll get to that. We're talking about the
0: Yankees. Always trust the Yankees fan. I know. I got you. We'll, we'll get to that.
1: Um. um
0: Couple of last-minute signings uh, before we get to the, all the Mets stuff, yes. and we get to your Yankees tirade. Um, oh, the Dodgers, oh, oh, oh. The Dodgers actually are bringing back Chris Taylor
1: four years, sixty million. Yeah, uh, you know what?
0: On them, the Dodgers did something. That's you know,
1: it's, you know, you know what though? Every team should have offered Taylor that because again, it's the
0: same thing with John Gray. every team and, should. And,
1: offer and, and that. Taylor is like the ultimate utility man because he can play. Well, every and especially position. we'll
0: get to the Cubs because they also signed Marcus Stroman three years, seventy million dollars. Yeah. Again, every team should have been offering him that. The Mets should yeah. have been totally in on that, which I don't oh, know yeah.
1: why they weren't. Well, and, and that's what uh, you I'm know, saying. The, Some it, of these it, contracts, it, it's just like no-brainer.
0: Well, and it's funny because Stroman never really linked himself back to the Mets. The right. Mets never really, I guess, wanted Off him to him.
1: come back. They, yeah, and I, I he, guess he was one of the most consistent ones out of the bullpen for him. Uh, one of the best ones.
0: One of the most consistent starters of all year, yeah. just in in general. Yeah, especially uh,
1: with with uh, you guys losing, the had halfway through. Well, DeGrom, pitched two innings. The ground go out twice. He came back and then he went back out. Walker's I mean, arm like, kind
0: of fell off. It, I mean, it, in, and Strowman was. You' guy they had, uh, they had more conversation, I think, about a contract with Javi Baez, who ended up then, going to Detroit for six years hundred forty million than Stroman. And that, that that
1: baffles me. And
0: really the only the only reason I don't think Javi came back again, it, there was talks that basically it was money. just money. It was just money. And you know what? I think six years was a little too long for the Mets. I don't, especially with after what the Mets did. I, Uh, You know, uh, on Black Friday, they signed uh, a a slew of guys and, Mm -hmm. you know, all for pretty short contracts. And I think six years was just too much. I don't maybe Javi will prove me wrong, but I don't I don't think he's worth a six year contract. I mean, I don't think he is. You know what? I hope he goes to Detroit and I hope he tears it up. So.
1: Well, and like Uh, like we were saying about the Chris Taylor, like every team should have offered him that because. He's like Kike Hernandez. Like they're the ultimate utility players. Like they can play oh, yeah. any position on the field. Chris Taylor's is known
0: as just a utility guy. He's not exactly. And in, in,
1: in a four four years at sixty million, like every team in MLB should have been offering them. That yeah, contract. the Dodgers got
0: the Dodgers so, got to steal with that. Oh my
1: God! Yeah, like every team should have thrown that contract at him and said, "Pick where you want to play." All right, like.
0: Uh, a couple other things the Cubs did that we missed. They also picked up catcher Jan Gomes, uh, yes. which was a really interesting signing. And then they also signed newly free agent Clint Frazier. Yep. So Clint Frazier goes from the Yankees to the waivers, oh, through waivers, God. and over to the Cubs. It's a good start for their rebuild, getting Strowman, I, I think getting Clint Frazier, two young guys. Well,
1: I don't know I if Frazier's cleared to play yet. Yeah, but even so, when he's he does still, play... He's still I- under concussion protocols, last I knew.
0: Yeah, but even when he does get cleared and he does, play, well, I think it's, it's going to be a pretty good signing for them. The, anyways. The,
1: the reason the Yankees did that, though, is because the doctors weren't sure he was going to be able to play ever again because right. they were afraid right. that they were going to be long lasting, continuous symptoms. But obviously the Cubs oh. saw something and, you know, well, all these
0: all these deals went through just phys- before. Well, with physicals. So right. all the physicals were done. And obviously the Cubs uh, training staff looked at, staff the, looked at stuff differently. Exactly. And and that's going to happen, you know, especially, you know, I talked about like professional wrestling and stuff like that. Doctors and, and, you know, and even in the National Football League, doctors and different teams are going to look at stuff differently. And And every doctor and every doctor has a
1: different opinion. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, And and that's the thing, too. Like, I hope I hope for Clint Frazier's sake that, you know, he he does come back and play because he was really good for the Yankees. when he was playing. And 100 percent. I wish I wish him nothing but luck, man, because he was good. But. It, it it's kind of a risk, but we'll see how it plays out for the Cubs.
0: Yeah. Uh so the Mets boy, Black Friday, they they did some Black Friday shopping, Jesus. they did. Uh they, first,
1: they, they went for some Black Friday sales for first sure. They buddy.
0: signed uh Eduardo Escobar, two years twenty million. Great contract right there. Uh then they went and signed probably about an hour or two later, they went and signed yep. Mark Canna, two years yep. twenty six and a half million yep. dollars. And then right at the stroke of midnight on Friday, Black Friday, they signed Starlin Marte to a four-year $78 million deal. Um, you know, me but, as a Mets fan, I I really think those are three great signings right I there. Do, that kind of that kind of solidifies your outfield right there. Uh Cana Marte, and then you're gonna have Nimo. Uh yeah. Escobar is gonna play third base for you. Can yeah. you know McNeil's gonna play second? That's well, pretty, and then obviously of Lindor and Pete, that pretty much solidifies your offense right there. Mm-hmm, uh, you know, well. and, and after this, we said that the big holes were in the pitching. The yeah. Mets go okay. They went to, straight to focus on the pitching, and that Man, they
1: did. They did. Oh boy, they did. They and sure and and, and
0: this signing kind of remind me a lot of yeah. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna stretch this out because I'm you know I'm 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 a dick. <laughs> uh, and this <laughs> signing you. that they did. They uh, so the following Monday, I, I I I couldn't believe this. They signed Max fucking Scherzer. The New York Mets signed Max fucking Scherzer to a three-year, one hundred and thirty million dollar deal. I still cannot believe this. Okay, I as a Mets fan. Sunday night, I was flipping shit because all day Sunday, you know, oh, I was were, at work. You were like, I can't go to bed yet. I got to wait. Dude, I it. was, I was at work, you know, and I was, I was looking at my phone a little bit and I was like, oh, the Mets are linked to Maxers. I'm like, yeah, there's no way. I'm like, the Dodgers are going to get him. It's going to be Trevor Bauer all over again. Whatever. I get out of work and, and, you know, I'm looking at Twitter and I'm on my way home and, you know, and I started driving home. And I'm listening to, uh, you know, the two guys I've mentioned here before, Mark Luino and and, and James Siano from from the Mets Stuff podcast. They hit, they were doing a Twitter Spaces thing, so I threw that on. And I was listening to it on my way home, and, you know, they're they're starting to announce. You know, uh, like John Heyman was was tweeting stuff, and and some of these other uh, beat reporters and this and that about you know the Mets were getting closer and closer and closer. Oh, and you. so about two o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Uh, you know, I think everyone kind of called it. Everyone was kind of like, yeah, this isn't gonna happen tonight. And you know, sure Sunday. shit. I think it, it was like mid morning, I think, on Monday. It's like almost noon. I think and so. finally it happened. And yep. you know, what was happening on Sunday night, I'm gonna say from a Mets perspective, and, and it, I, I guess what it came down to was the fourth year over more money. Um I agree with you know, that. I, I, I think yeah. Scott Boris was really pushing for that fourth year. But the, the Mets, Mets didn't want to. the Mets didn't want to give him that fourth year. Instead, right. they threw more money at him. I mean, pff, hey. you're giving the guy forty three and a half million, forty three and a third million dollars a year. Yeah. that is the largest AAV for a single season for a player ever. Yeah, and you know who the last one was? Um, it's your boy.
1: Oh yeah, Garrett, Garrett Cole. That's right. It was 36,
0: cool. 36.1 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he blew that out of the water. And
1: oh,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, Max Scherzer is a New York Met. And the funniest thing about it is here. Here's another tidbit that we'll end on. I think it's really funny. He chose the number 21. Okay. Yeah. Do you know Very what 21 funny. plus 48 is? Mm-hmm. 69. <laughs> 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 so the, probably the two best players in baseball end up having the two best numbers in just all of numbers. <laughs> so uh, and and you know i gotta say you you basically you know and this is Mets bias i think this is just fact you have the two best pitchers on the same pitching staff god it's gonna be You're scary
1: sure, they're like you guys just solidified your top two in the rotation by far by far and then like you just made your rotation that much deadlier.
0: But it it kind of sucks that you know we we didn't end up getting str-
1: Strowman if because if you had Strowman, your top that three that free
0: hole ASP. I think is still missing. Yeah, I, I still think we'd need a third now. You know, obviously we're okay. gonna have a slew between Peterson and McGill and Carrasco at, at the four so and you, five, and and you know it's it's what sucks is there's gonna be such a huge and this is nothing against Carlos Carrasco. Drop-off. It's gonna be such a drop off between Max Scherzer to say like a Carlos Carrasco unless Carlos can figure it out. And, you know,
1: maybe he oh, hasn't
0: come back here or, or whatever. The thing but, is, like,
1: you look at what the Cubs got Stroman for, like, right. the Mets could have offered him that, and then your top three would have been just... Right. Because
0: out. with that deal right there, he already blew with the luxury tax out of the water. Even signing oh, yeah. Starling Marte and, and Mark Canna, you know, the, mm-hmm. the last two signings they did that Friday...
1: Yeah, yeah was you were over like, okay. with Eduardo, but then you went over. Oh, I, I don't dude. even really
0: think we were over there. I mean, I no, think no, really you even,
1: over with Escuardo. Esquiardo, Esquiardo, Eduardo. Es, and, right, exactly. Because then, even then you if, signed Canna and then you signed Marte, and then you went over that tax. Right, so because like, I mean,
0: like I said, if if Conforto and Syndergaard would have come back, that would have been the luxury tax right there. Yep. So you know, they basically just took that, and that okay? um, you know, they just kind I of gave you know, one of the qualifying offers to Escobar, which I think was a great signing. They basically you know gave another he was one to... last year. Exactly. Was and and, 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 and he had a good year. Well, between, and wasn't you know, Marte Milwaukee. an
1: all-star too?
0: Marte's been an all-star, yeah. And, exactly. and Mark Chana so has always got... been a consistent power bat. And no, I think and, it's going to be and a great free power day. outfield.
1: You picked up two all-star players. Yeah, definitely. Chana, in his own right, is very consistent as an outfielder. Uh, and a prolific power hitter too. I exactly. Mean, so you you guys picked up three phenomenal yeah. players, and and, great and Max and Max fucking Scherzer. And yeah, then when you picked up Scherzer, you guys just
0: who's going to be pitching in City Field, which is absolutely insane because his numbers at City Field have always been good. Yeah. So, uh, you well, know, I, I think I'm that's just,
1: part of, part of the reason he also went there too is because he likes pitching there.
0: Yeah. Well, and and there was a lot of uh, communication between Steve Cohen, like Steve mm-hmm. Cohen's wife, Max Scherzer, and Max Scherzer's wife. It also so happens that Scherzer lives like twenty minutes away from the Mets facility in Jupiter, yes. Florida. So I, I think there were a lot, you know, I think there was a lot yep. to do. And plus, I think as as like Sunday night went on, I think the Dodgers got more and more quiet. And it, it kind of, I think, when everyone went to bed Sunday night. They knew that the Max was going to the Mets, but they just didn't know what the deal was going to be. You know, I there agree. were talks. There were talks Sunday night that it was forty-two million. Right. It ended up being like forty-three and a half. You yeah, know? And, and then you know it's going to be.
1: I well, hope... let's face it, both sides wanted to make a deal happen because yeah. the Mets wanted him. He wanted to go to the Mets.
0: Well, and again, because and, I think I, I think I think Uncle Stevie got pissed because he had missed out on Matts, which again he did. Kind of whatever it, you it, want to say, whether it's well, a big miss or not, he missed out on Matts. He well, missed out on Kevin Gosman, who they'd yeah. offered a contract to. You know, right. Robbie Ray, who I don't think they ever talked to, but he went to the Mariners. So you're missing out on some of these guys, and you know he's kind of like it, it comes down to basically. Well, I mean, you, you can tell he, tell he got actually, pissed. I mean. Yeah. You got I mean, Scherzer all what
1: he did and then he went after Scherzer it was like, oh, yeah. holy
0: crap." <laughs> well, yeah, paid. but I mean, Scherzer really was one of the last good pitchers because
1: I mean even well, John Gray went about it, the... too. like you didn't even think uh, we're going to get we're going to get Scherzer. It wasn't oh, even I, a thought. Especially with what happened right. uh, with, at the
0: trade deadline with, right. Yeah, and I think that was more of a Nationals front office thing not him not wanting to trade him in division. I agree. Um, I think that was more the Nationals' thing than than whatever, I and obviously, obviously, I think also Max wanted to go to a contender at that point, and the Mets at the trade deadline were kind of flirting on being a contender or not. They weren't really right. pre- predominant. They still had the lead in the division, but they weren't really predominant. Well, they're they, right, and they, they were, were, and they were, were falling, and they were kind forward. of falling apart. Yeah, and obviously cool. after that, you know, the big collapse in August and whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we could talk about it forever, but and
1: I don't think if you got Scherzer at the trade deadline. I don't think it would have made that big of a difference to your team.
0: But now looking at this one through one through eight and looking at the way that the pitching staff is lining up, there are still a bunch of decent relievers that haven't signed anywhere. Right. Uh, a bunch of decent, good lefty Jake, a guy like yep. Jake Deakman comes to mind. You know, I really yep. would have liked Alex Cobb. Uh, he was another one on my list. Yeah. If it wasn't Marcus Stroman. I think Alex Cobb would have been great. And yep. it kind of sucks that again, that he went back to the giants. Cause that's like, oh yep. shit. But yeah. uh, there, I, I still think there are some well, good pitchers out there. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. and hopefully, hopefully, still out there. I mean, yeah, and hopefully the Mets aren't done spending once the CBA gets signed. That's that's all uh, I can hope for. Billy yeah. Epler, I think, has done a fine job so far. I think far. he's done and, a very good job. I mean, you know, he 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 has connections, and also, you know, the Mets are now looking for the. And that was the thing they signed Max Scherzer. They don't even have a fucking manager. I don't, That's the funniest thing about had, it. They, I
1: just saw that they were going to be interviewing three people that they had up for yes. manager. Uh, Buck Show,
0: Walters at the top yep. of the list. There's uh, Espanada. We'll, we'll, yes. we'll get into that uh, probably next week. Okay. because um, I'm sure that they'll actually sign. Um, they'll sign someone, yeah. They'll probably be signed by next week. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll save that for, for next week's it's episode. It's funny that but, they can
1: do all the front office signings and stuff, but... They can't talk to any players. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I and and can, me. well,
0: cause I think that was the other thing too. I think the lockout scared everybody. And, you know, normally you probably would have t- found a manager first, signed your players after. Right.
1: But well, with, and everybody with lockout, was scrambling to get but signed, the lockout and so looming. Players.
0: Exactly. All the players were like... Some of the players that wanted to get signed, they were like, yeah, we're going to do this before the lockout. You Obviously, know, you still have big free agents out there like Kershaw, yes. Correa, Trevor or, Story uh, that haven't yeah. signed yet. And I don't know if that's more of a I want to do this on my time kind of thing and it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen for them. Or, well, you know, you know, and even with Correa, it, he, he, he kind of narrowed his field down pretty late. He did.
1: He did. So, he, he,
0: he left his open the widest,
1: the longest. Yeah.
0: I, I think, I think those guys because are kind of waiting
1: because for see. the longest time too, it was the talk that story was going back home to the Rangers. Right. And, right. and, and you never had Seeger pop up in thoughts. You oh thought yeah. Even, even be-
0: you and I said, I go, Oh yeah. Trevor story is going to the Rangers. No doubt. Oh, yeah. Because he said, and it, then all of a sudden,
1: exactly. And then all of a sudden Seeger goes shit. there, I'm like, Oh shit. Well, fuck me. Yeah. Sorry. I'm wrong. Yeah. Right. And like the first thing I thought too, when, uh, when they signed Simeon, I'm like, oh man, I wonder if he's going back to shortstop. And then shortly after that, they said, no, he wants to stay at second base. And yeah, I do that. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think I that. But, yeah,
0: I think I remember telling you that that like, yeah, well, he he has decided that he's going to play second yeah. base.
1: And and I remember us talking about that. And I'm like, well, good because like he, I I don't blame him because he had such a phenomenal year at it. Like, he really did. And, and, and I think I, I think
0: that change from shortstop Help to second him. base, is going to be career-defining for him. I think and so, And he too, is going
1: to be a prolific second baseman for the rest of his career. I, I agree with that 100%, because you look at... Don't get me wrong, he was a great shortstop, but look at what happened when he switched to second. He had an all-star year, his numbers were phenomenal, he won L-M-V-P. the gold glove, and he, and, he, and he won the gold glove. And, mm-hmm. and I mean... Finished third in MVP voting? I want to stay, want to stay there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I will not I don't blame them. Like, well, and,
0: and and I think too, and I think the Rangers is such an interesting pick I
1: uh, do too.
0: because they have they actually have a pretty good farm system. Obviously, they have one yes. of the best pitchers um, in the farm system, yes. with Jack Lider. Uh They've got a pretty good young core there with Kyle they Hittman, do. uh now with John Gray, and well, well you, you know, know they have what a, a Garcia exactly,
1: well, and, and bringing Simeon gives them that veteran leadership. Yeah, definitely. So, that's a good thing for them, and, like, and, and, and who knows? Maybe again, the Rangers aren't
0: done either. that's
1: Well, and, and the nice thing is they brought in Seeger, and they brought in Simeon, like we said, but Seeger, you bring him in, that's veteran leadership and also experience on what it takes to win a championship.: Yeah, Th- those, those are qualities that you need in a team. Like you need the yeah. veteran leadership, but you also need the players that have been there that know what it takes to, to win the World Series. Right. And, so, and you know,
0: they, they signed Seager and they signed Simi into these longer contracts that are going to take them in through their prime, you know, realistically. Right. And, uh, and, and I, I and, don't you know,
1: realistically seeing any of them playing out their full contracts. I mean, maybe. You never know. Ma- maybe. Yeah. But, like, you know, they, they signed them for that much. And, like, I can see them, you know, just before they start to hit the downslide, I can see them trying to trade them off. Well, oh, right, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Just before they start to hit. their That's that's like the never ending cycle. You know what I mean? You're
0: always going to sign these superstar guys. I mean, even think of Machado and Harper from a couple of years ago. You know, realistically, I, I, you know, and this is why I was so glad when Steve Cohen bought the team, Uh, you know, and I, and I, I think I said this, I don't know if it was to you, but I said it to somebody, you know, maybe it was my dad or something like that. I, 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 I was pissed when Machado came onto the market the Mets needed a third baseman because David uh, Wright. He told me this. Yeah, he you was doing all those injury things, and I was yep. pissed that we didn't sign Machado because I really thought we he would have done well in New York, and and you know I I thought we might have had a really good chance to get him, but the Wilpons right. just didn't want to spend the money, and I, and I'm so happy to finally say that the Mets are big market now. They are. Cohen has given the Mets. That big market look, and I'm so happy to finally say it. And everyone can be pissed, you know. Everyone else outside of Mets fandom can be pissed and go, "Oh well, it's still going to be Mets. They're still going to Mets." Like I, I don't care really, honestly. If if we, you know, even don't win the NL East next year, I, I, I don't care. The fact yeah. of the matter is, is as the You're Mets spending are now, the money we're, we're spending the money, and we're in the market for these bigger players now, which is what you needed. the Yankees have been primarily you know, covering New York with for the last 20 years. Uh, You know what I mean? And, and, and so we'll get to that. Well, and, and, and yeah. And let me ask you this, you know, the, the Yankees, they did a couple of things. Uh, They signed a couple of their smaller guys. They didn't do shit. Uh, They re-signed Gio Urshela to another year. Uh, But realistically in, in the bigger terms of things, and I'll say yet, because there are still guys out there. Carlos Correa is still there. Trevor Story is still there. They haven't done anything. Okay. Firstly, let me
1: ask you why, because it's baffling to me. I don't know why. I I don't know why, but let me tell you this. When you come into the offseason and you say, don't worry, we're going to make a splash, and then you do absolutely nothing. I'm sorry, Yankees fans aren't going to stand for it, and people are pissed. Me, one of them. I'm sorry. You, you have these guys out there and you, you don't even, you, they didn't even talk to any of them. Right. And, and it came out when, remember when you were saying, well, it looks like it's going to be Seeger going to the Yankees. And I told you, no, they don't want to spend the money. I'm telling you that right now. Right. And all of a sudden, look where he went. He went to the Rangers. The Yankees basically came out and said, hey, we're going to make a splash this off season. Don't worry. Guess what? They didn't do shit. Okay. Well, and what and I what mean, we freaking do, you re-sign Gio. I'm sorry. The Gio Urshela, the Glaber Torres, the Gary Sanchez, bye. Good. Goodbye. I'm sorry. They mm. are not players you are going to win a championship with. Glaber Torres can't hit now. That's why you tolerated his shitty defense. He can't hit. He has shitty defense. Not, right. Gio Urshela, I'm just. Ne- I've never been sold on Gio. He's just right. kind of a eh, eh. And then Sanchez. The reason you tolerated his shitty performance behind the plate is because he could hit. Guess what? He hasn't been able to hit for how many years now? <laughs> at, least goal. Last,
0: at least the last couple. Dude, since, apparently. Since start
1: 2020. I, I was reading the other day that they're going to. Offer him a contract this year And
0: yeah I, I heard
1: that there was, a I, tra- there was a lot of trade talk With uh,
0: Gary Sanchez coming up Right before the lockout started um, Yeah well uh, apparently they're, they're the Going in on to that, I guess, extend but- him Now are they? Yep And well, I am not happy they, about it well, They can't do anything because uh, you know the MLB lockout Began at midnight December 1st December 2nd mm-hmm. Um who knows it's, how long this is gonna be. I, I, I truly hope as a as a diehard baseball fan that this does not go into the regular season. Um, I, I
1: really well, hope it gets resolved. I want it resolved by like February, <sighs> mid February. Me too, but from what I've been reading, dude, they are so far apart that it's not yeah. even funny. Right. And
0: and it sucks. Like
1: it, it does suck and like the fact that the commissioner came out and wrote the letter that he did. Yeah. If I was a player to the fans, yeah. yeah. If I was a player, I'd be pissed. He basically uh, the last blamed us, blamed the players, yeah. and it's not the players, it's owners, and it's yeah, it, it's the commissioner. I'm sorry. Well, in the, the last time
0: that the that lockout forced the uh complete season to be gone, I believe, it was 94. The last yeah. lockout was 98, 99, but I think uh, First they only year. missed like a, like a few weeks of the season, it was like two weeks. Um, but you got to think, I mean, obviously with the COVID season in 2020. Yeah. And then you it finally a had a full, season. It was a shortened season. You had a full season last year.
1: Um, it, it will, you've had time to talk about this stuff and they wait they waited till the last minute to start talking about it, which is kind of stupid. I I mean, yeah, and, and, and all I can say is it just sucks. It, it really does. As
0: a wait, baseball fan
1: and me being just thinking, like, if I know, hey, this is the last year of the contract. I would have started talking at the beginning of the baseball season right. to try and work things out, not wait until the season's over and talk about. Well, them. and and, and let me beginning. and
0: let me and let me kind of tie our two segments here together, because, you know, obviously we saw with MLB the show 20 what happened with that. You know, they had to do a lot of flashback stuff until the season mm-hmm. kicked off. Um, you know, but if there ends up not even being a season at all, what that means for MLB will be the show twenty two. Uh I you know, don't even
1: know if there will be anything.
0: I mean, there's there's gonna be a game at that point. Yeah, but it, I don't know it it if they're gonna be kind of it's
1: gonna well, like, be what like what basically the same. Just yeah, the like what SDS is gonna
0: yeah, like what SDS is gonna have to do content wise is gonna be pretty interesting. And we see that they can kind of do some stuff, you know, with right. the finest Mike Trout and 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 this and that they can kind of create these newer cards but like without you know the the real fun and the real perk of i guess of MLB the Show is, is what I'll say is okay. that you know there are live kind of um Kind of, yeah, there are exactly live updates throughout the season, and yeah. that's what's kind of unique from and it's from priced. Diamond Dynasty to like Mutt or like Hutt. Is that, yeah, these, these, you know, they, they change in this mode. I know, I know Madden's gotten better, it's um, not the same though. as far, yeah, as far as upgrading <laughs> stats, but yeah, like I said, it's not the same. It doesn't apply to it, it doesn't apply to the Mutt or anything like that. So, yeah. I, I think that's where it's a little different and that's why I like Diamond Dynasty so much. And that's I why I fell in love with it. Um really so it's agree, kind dude. of basically twenty nineteen. I obviously played in twenty eighteen, but uh yeah. twenty eighteen was a great year.
1: Uh, I and mean, that's all. I'll well, say, no, but, I, I I agree with you. Like that. That's what makes it really cool is the fact that they do those updates and everything. Right. And, like they upgrade players And they have and the they player in a month. Players. And yeah, yeah. And that's
0: the thing because you know not only that is it's such a live interactive thing, but you it can keeps also keep make stops off of it. It keeps you involved because you also you know especially if you're a guy that flips the market like that, you have to pay attention to the market oh, yeah. and this and that and everything else. And yeah. it really just depends. And, and, um, it's the um, crappy thing. Yeah. Because,
1: like, like you were saying, like, if, if they don't do anything, like, there, there's, there's no live out, updates. And and that was the no, problem with the, the first only half thing. MO, right. Yeah. The only thing they can do is put the players who have already signed on those teams. That's it. Yeah. That's and, all and they that, can do. And that
0: was the tough part about the first half of them with the show 20. There was no real live updates. Yep. So the subs you kind of had to make, it, it kind of, you kind of had to just grind out the game. And, you know, they gave you the XP reward path, which I think was a really cool idea. You yeah. know, it, and I think, I, I, and I don't know if that was ever a last minute change because of what happened, but I think it was a good change, if anything. Uh, because it was a, a a cool way to sort of just play the game.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and and then also, you know, play any part of the game and then get these cards as well. Um, and then obviously they they changed the whole inning program this year to, to, to XP, which I think was a really cool idea. And... You know, it, it'll kind of suck if there's no season because, again, like they'll, you know, and I, I and I have full confidence in SDS that they'll they'll be able to sort of figure something out. Um, but you know, if MLB can't get their shit together, it's just gonna suck as a baseball
1: fan. I think so. It's gonna be shitty because, like, you think about it, like it it's baseball, and then it then it kind of moves into hockey, and then you know, football is during that time too. But like. In between, like, when football starts and baseball starts, there, there's really nothing besides baseball, like, sport-wise. Yeah, really. there,
0: there's, I mean, yeah, there's like a solid, I'd say, month,
1: really. M- month,
0: month and a half. Yeah. Right, where it's just kind of like once they say, even like when basketball ends in June. Yeah. And, you know, like, even football OTA start up in, in, you know, late August. I mean, yeah. it's, there, there's a solid month and a half to two months there where it's just strictly baseball. And, and now there's going to be there's nothing. No, if, there's, if, if there's no baseball season, which I'm not confident in saying that, I, I think there will be. I but hope. if there is no baseball season, it, it's kind of
1: bad for sports in general at well, that point. You think about this too. What, what happens if it's a shortened season? You know yeah, what I mean? I mean like, yeah, I mean, yeah. What happens if you miss, you know, two, three months, and then it's football and, and hockey already in swing? Like, right baseball's got to compete with those as opposed to where they start out they they are the only sport so more people tune into it and like then then they're more apt to follow throughout the season you know what i mean right. as, and, and as there's and, you know
0: and, and there's a lot of the fan base that are saying like if this you know if this lockout goes into the season like they're just that
1: that's it they're done with baseball
0: and and that kind of sucks because i think baseball's kind of been on the up and up uh, over the it last few years Especially with their viewership to this past season I yeah. think that, that really showed Especially those past World Series yes. uh, The viewership was definitely up so that was good
1: Well, And uh, you look at the Field of Dreams game that they did too Yeah I mean that was That was, that was the, and, that was the and, most and watched starting, baseball game ever
0: Yeah and the, you know in the 9-11 game Between the Mets and yeah. the Yankees Again just great baseball games in general But just the fact that they were put on such a uh, You know a prominent stage like that Really yeah. shows that Uh, You know, not only are the media trying with baseball,
1: but just like people are just trying to give baseball a a second chance now. Uh, And you think about it, too. It it is America's pastime and like people do want to watch it. But like when when it comes to like a lockout and like you're you're out for like the two months span where you're the only sport on, it just kind of it just kind of takes away from it. And it, yeah, definitely. It sucks definitely. because, you know, it, it's one of those like you want me. I, I'm a sports fan. Exactly. I love watching I am sports. I love watching. I, I love watching baseball because not everybody can do the game. Not everybody can play it. Nobody plays it the same way either. Right. Yeah. And it, it's always fun to watch. You never really know what's going to happen. And then the, the fact that, you know, you're going to go. It just it just takes away from the game and, and, and the, the strides and the in the and the progress that it's made the last few years of, you know, people giving it more of a chance. And it's starting to come back as the America's pastime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I just, I, I hope that they don't, uh, that they come to an agreement soon. Like, so
0: us here at 100% Real with Bearded thing. and Boom say, MLB, figure your shit out. We want to watch yes. baseball. Yeah, figure
1: um, your shit out.
0: Chris, I don't know about you, but I think that's a great place to uh, stop the episode. Um, I agree. I I, agree. I would say this has been a very good part one of yes. the mega episode. Uh, I agree. Go out and again, we're going to try and film part. We're going to try and record the second part with NHL and NFL and the 100% real hot takes, where I think we'll just kind of right. bring everything back together. Right. Um, you know, we're trying to fill that later this week and obviously yes. then get back on the regular recording that, schedule. Regular, so, Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight and uh, catching up with us. It's been it's been fun, <laughs> kind of kind of getting back into the swing of yes, things now that I'm very much so happy and healthy. Dear God, <laughs> um, again, thank you guys so much for listening. If you are still here, hallelujah, and yes. uh, you know, leave a tweet at us, uh, MLB fix your shit. And, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys, have any will, uh, hot
1: takes for the next episode, let us know
0: too. Yeah, let us know, tweet at us Bearded and Boom Boom Shakalaka Bearded Spartan, follow us on Twitch. Chris will be live starting Monday and uh, i'm gonna be live at some point soon i gotta figure my shit out and uh we're gonna i, I mean i it might be tomorrow i don't know we i will some,
1: be live tomorrow on um, the new some, Warzone we map.
0: yeah we got some new Warzone map coming mm-hmm. out so but that's again that's all alive. stuff for the next episode we're gonna talk about that too uh yeah. guys we will catch you in part two of the mega episode peace out see you guys